What's happening, everybody? On today's show, it is officially award season. We'll get you caught up on some of the latest awards being doled out. And speaking of, we'll catch up with Alabama linebacker Will Anderson Jr. and Georgia tight end Brock Bowers as they were both finalists for the Rotary Lombardi Award this week. A Locked on SEC starts right now. You are Locked on SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And what is happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked on SEC. It's great to have you guys along. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Remember, Locked on SEC is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and at LockedOnSEC.com. Well, let's jump into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the handoff. What a catch! Around the conference. And we start with... None other than Hendon Hooker. The SEC office announced Wednesday afternoon that Tennessee senior quarterback Hendon Hooker has been selected by the league's head coaches as the 2022 SEC Offensive Player of the Year. Since the SEC Coaches Player of the Year award split into offensive, defensive, special teams back in 2002, Hendon Hooker is the first of all to be recognized as SEC Offensive Player of the Year. Peyton Manning was the last Tennessee quarterback to be named SEC Player of the Year, taking home the honor in 1997. Hooker was also tabbed the SEC Offensive Player of the Year by the Associated Press, in addition to picking up first-team All-SEC honors from the AP and coaches earlier this week. He produced 3,500 yards of total offense, of course, 27 touchdowns, just two interceptions, rushed for over 400 yards and five rushing touchdowns. His 175.5 passer Efficiency rating ranked second in FBS and was achieved against a schedule ranked the eighth toughest in the nation by ESPN's FPI. He claimed five wins over opponents ranked in the AP Top 25 at the time of meeting and uh, is also a finalist award for the Maxwell, the Manning Award, the Walter Camp Player of the Year Award, and the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award. So congrats to Hendon Hooker. Uh, shame the season came to an end with uh, the injury, but... Nonetheless, prior to that, he was absolutely outstanding. On the flip side, Will Anderson, Jr. of Alabama. He's been named the SEC Defensive Player of the Year, as the league announced on Wednesday. One of the top defenders in all college football uh, was selected as the Nagurski Trophy Award winner, awarded to the nation's top defensive player, total 51 tackles on the year, ranked sixth, sixth nationally in sacks, seventh in tackles for a loss while leading the SEC in both categories. Meanwhile, Georgia place kicker Jack Podlesny was voted Special Teams Player of the Year. Ole Miss's Quinchon Judkins was voted SEC Freshman of the Year. And Arkansas's Ricky Stromberg was named the winner of the Jacobs Blocking Trophy. Georgia coach Kirby Smart was named SEC Coach of the Year for the second consecutive season. Again, these awards as voted on by the league's coaches. Uh, Kirby Smart, the first coach since Nick Saban in 08-09 to be named SEC Coach of the Year in back-to-back seasons. And Mississippi State's Austin Williams was recognized as the SEC Scholar Athlete of the Year uh, prior to the SEC Championship. Now back to Will Anderson, one of the top defensive players in college football. Uh, We'll play for you a little bit of our interview with him uh, yesterday at the Rotary Lombardi Awards. But Wednesday night, he won the award. The award is given to the a college player who best embodies the values and spirit of the NFL coach Vince Lombardi. A player has to be a lineman who's set up within 
10 yards of the line to qualify for the award. They expanded it a little bit, so that's why Brock Bowers was included this year, and certainly uh, all those guys. Jalen Carter, also a finalist for the award, but congrats to Will Anderson Jr., who picked up the, uh, the victory in taking home the Lombardi Award. Some other notes going on around the conference. Will Levis over Kentucky. We know that he had already declared for the NFL draft earlier this week. A lot of people think, uh, you know, he's going to be a first-round pick on Wednesday. Levis took to Twitter to announce he is foregoing Kentucky's bowl game and will start preparing for the NFL draft. Kentucky will play Iowa in the Music City Bowl coming up on New Year's Eve. Meanwhile, over at Florida, they've been seeing a lot of guys enter the transfer portal, a lot of departures. We just saw this week that uh, uh, Anthony Richardson and Jervon Dexter declared for the draft, Osiris Torrance, and now uh, Ventrell Miller. We know his career has concluded at Florida. He was a redshirt senior linebacker. He's decided to skip Florida's bowl game with Oregon State. He's going to start preparing for the draft. Uh, injuries limited Ventrell Miller last year was one of the best linebackers in the SEC just two years ago where he had 88 tackles and three and a half sacks but uh, congrats to Ventrell Miller on a solid career in Florida and now he is heading off to the uh, the next level Hugh Freeze gonna have some work to do at Auburn and rebuilding that roster a couple of guys have entered the portal there but uh, had a couple guys declaring for the draft this week including Derek Hall and uh, uh couple other guys in Owen Papo he is the latest Auburn star to announce his plans for next season team captain shared on social media Tuesday he will enter the NFL draft so Colby Wooden Derek Hall and now Owen Papo all heading to the NFL draft Papo had a team high 93 tackles this past season was voted team captain for the second consecutive season over Texas A&M Jimbo Fisher Having to re- do some retooling there on his roster. A lot of guys entering the portal, including last night, uh, Chris Marshall entering the transfer portal. One of their dynamic receivers, him and Evan Stewart, were both true freshmen. Marshall was a five-star recruit, and so Chris Marshall entering the transfer portal. Some other news from Texas A&M last, uh, yesterday is Devon A. Shane, their stud running back, announced he is declaring for the draft following his junior season there. One of the lone bright spots this season. This season coming off two consecutive 1,000-yard seasons, uh, rushing the ball in his junior year. He had almost 1,300 yards to go with 11 touchdowns. In his final game, he led to that upset over number 5 LSU in College Station. Aggies did get some good news yesterday, too, as the number one running back in this upcoming recruiting class, five-star running back Reuben Owens, decommitted from Louisville and committed to the Aggies later that day. So, uh, again, Devon Ashen announced he's going pro. Actually turned out to be good news for the Aggies because Ruben Owens, the number one running back in the country, is coming to College Station. Over at Arkansas, Barry Odom going to have to do some retooling of his staff as defensive coordinator Barry Odom has agreed to take the vacant head coaching position at UNLV. Uh, the running Rebels have had two winning seasons since 2000, so... Odom will have his work cut out for him. This will be his second head coaching gig. He was the head coach in Mizzou from 2016 to 2019. Over at South Carolina, Shane Beamer uh, lost Marcus Satterfield to Nebraska last week, and so they've been looking for their new offensive coordinator. According to 24-7 Sports, the search may end with Dowell Logan's longtime coaching veteran and Arkansas tight ends coach. He is reportedly South Carolina's target 
4OC, so we'll see if Logan's heads over there. He's been with the Razorbacks for two seasons. We know that the Heisman Trophy uh, ceremony will be presented this weekend. The final is C.J. Stroud, Caleb Williams, Stetson Bennett, and Max Duggan. ESPN analyst Greg McElroy uh, was on Paul Feinbaum this week and said it's absurd that Hendon Hooker is not going to be in New York as a finalist. Too many voters got caught up with the, quote, flavor of the week. So I agree with him. I, I, no problem with Stetson Bennett being there, but I think uh, Hendon Hooker deserved a shot to be there. Uh, Cole Kublik is part of the process to announce the uh, Joe Moore Award, which is given out to the best offensive line in college football since 2015. On his radio show this week, Cole Kublik announced that the two finalists are Michigan and Georgia um, for the best offensive line. Uh, Michigan won it last year, so we'll see if the Georgia Bulldogs win it this year. Over at Mississippi State, Mike Leach got a guy leaving his program and putting his name in the dirt as Mississippi State running back Dylan Johnson ruffled some feathers on Wednesday uh, announcing he is transferring, posted to Twitter a statement saying, with that being said, since I'm not very tough and head coach Mike Leach is glad I'm leaving, I'll be entering my name into the transfer portal. He's been a big contributor for the Bulldogs the past few years, totaling 1,200 yards and 11 rushing touchdowns and been a good receiver as well. He's had 149 receptions there as well. So Dylan Johnson into the portal and throwing Mike Leach's name in the mud as he does. So we'll see what happens with him. Thank you guys for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Coming up next, our conversation with Alabama linebacker Will Anderson Jr. But first, this episode is presented by our friends over at LinkedIn Jobs these days. Every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. they got simple tools like screening questions. They make it easy for you to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and higher. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helping you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Go post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on college to so go post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Again, go take advantage of this. Check out our friends over at LinkedIn Jobs. This episode also brought to you by our friends over at the Tax Act Texas Bowl. It is Houston's biggest college football event. It is returning December 28th as the Texas Tech Red Raiders take on head coach Lane Kiffin and the Ole Miss Rebels in the Tax Act Texas Bowl. You don't miss out on your chance to be part of the fun, the pageantry, and the uh, passion as the college football season draws to a close in a primetime showdown over at NRG Stadium with conference bragging rights on the line. Tickets, suites, and game day experiences are on sale now. So if you're a Rebels fan, go to Ticketmaster or go to TaxActTexasBowl.com. That's TaxActTexasBowl.com. Again, bowl season is back. Then the the Texas Bowl does it better than anybody. They got great tailgating. They got live music. They got all kinds of great fun fan experiences going for you. If you're looking for something the whole family can enjoy during the holiday break, no better way to have fun this holiday season with tickets starting as low as just $25. Visit TaxActTexasBowl.com. Go get your tickets and get all the details for a full lineup of bowl week events, including concerts, team experiences, and more. If you're an Ole Miss fan, come on over to Houston and celebrate the Tax Act Texas Bowl 
as the uh, college football season will uh, wrap up or uh, start to near the end with the Tax Act Texas Bowl. It's taxacttexasbowl.com. All right, roll along here, Locked On SEC, and we just caught up last night ahead of the Rotary Lombardi Awards. The winner of the award was Alabama linebacker Will Anderson, but right before the award show, we were able to spend some time with him. Here was some of our conversation with Alabama linebacker Will Anderson. Catching up with uh, Will Anderson here of Alabama. Pretty good uh, honor, man, to be getting your name in all these uh, this uh, award circuit, right? Yeah, it feels good. It feels good. It's a blessing. I'm happy. I'm happy. Uh, this one specifically, the Lombardi Trophy, you know, goes to, you know, not just best defensive or offensive lineman, but, you know, person that does everything from from blocking to technique to getting after. I mean, just everything kind of goes into it. This one's a little special, right? Yeah, most definitely. It, it shows everything that you do on and off the field. Um, I'm super excited to be here. My family's here with me, and, you know, we're so blessed that we got this opportunity to come to Houston and be a part of something special. It, it is cool, too. I mean, sometimes, you you know, on this circuit, you'll fly out with the, you know, the communications department people and all this, but I saw you at the event last night. Where you, it looks like your whole family's having just as much as fun as you are. Yeah, they are, and I, it's another reason um just to spend family time with them as well and, you know, get them out here to different cities and let them get a break from, you know, their, their, their hard work that they're doing back at home and, you know, that they can kick their feet up and relax a little bit and, uh, you know, be proud and be happy and celebrate with me. It, it means everything to me because that's what all, all I'm about is family, so it's good. We we'll always hear how tough. I mean, it, it, we know in the SEC it's so tough and hard to win on the road. But it looks like this year, man, it was the schedule was just so tough for you guys having to go to tough, tough environments. I mean, it started with the non-conference at Texas, but what were the, I mean, those road environments this year were just tough for you guys, right? Yeah, most definitely. Um, we played a lot of good games like Texas. Uh, we played at Tennessee. We played at LSU. But you know that's why you come to Alabama to play games like that. And even though it wasn't the outcome of the game, of the out- outcome of the you know the game that we wanted, the team still fought hard. Um, those guys gave it everything they got. You know, um, we just got to play smarter football. We get an opportunity to do that um, in uh, this bowl game that we have coming up. So I'm super excited about that, and uh, and I can't wait for it. It's it's from one side it's a positive. I mean, you guys were so close. The the missed field goal of Tennessee and the two point conversion at LSU from being undefeated. Is do you take that as a positive or does it bug you a little bit more knowing you guys were that close? I think it bugs us a little bit more knowing that we were that close because we knew the hard work that we put in this uh, off season and um, how much of a special team that we had and um, just to not get where we wanted to. You know, sometimes it just kind of is like dang, and it. it it just fills us up, you know what I'm saying, with just, like, what can we have done better. Um, but, you know, we did a good job of, you know, moving on from it. Um, that next week preparation was good. The team responded really well to it. Um, there wasn't no complainers or anything like that. So that's what I'm super proud of. I've everybody just maneuvered their way around it and said, okay, we know what type of team we are and we're going to be the best. How, how tough was it? I mean, last year you had such a big year, and now it's awesome. You get all the accolades. But then it also means you get – game plans are built around you. How tough was that this year, having to deal with more double teams and teams kind of saying, we're going to run away from Will Anderson? Yeah, it was um, it was a little, fu- I'm not going to lie, it was a little frustrating at first, and it kind of um, it, it kind of got to me a little bit. But, you know, talking to Coach Saban and uh, a few other coaches at Alabama, you know, and they broke it down for me, and I think that's made me understand because I'm a big competitor, and I always want to be an overachiever, and I'll achieve what I did the year before. 
but they had to break it down to me like, hey, like, you know, we want you to have all the success you want to, but people are looking to your game changer. Like, people are going to try to stop you. People are going to try to slow you down. Um, and I think they did the best job they could do of helping me, you know, uh, move around and help make plays. But, you know, um, the other guys stepped up really big time. Dallas Turner, Byron Young, Henry, Jordan Battle, um, Jalen Moody. Uh, DJ Dale, all the Jaheim Otis, all those guys did a really good job of stepping up and making plays when the defense needed them. It did seem like at times the defense was in flux, but you guys got different guys to step up. You mentioned Byron Young, Dallas had some nice games. DeMarco Hellum's flying around. I mean, it felt like every week somebody big was stepping up on this defense. Yes, most definitely. And, you know, that's and that's what we needed. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what we needed. Um, but we need all guys to be on the same page and all 11 hats to the ball and all 11 on the doing everything the right way and that's what we preach and you know um, like I said we get an opportunity to do that against Kansas State and we're super excited about it. The uh, season obviously it didn't go the, the way you it, you know really wanted but to end it with a win in the Iron Bowl is always nice right? Yes it, of course <laughs> uh, that's one game that everybody is that's, that's the game you remember for is what you do in November and they always talk about the Iron Bowl and a lot of fans you know but even if you lose or don't go to Natty, they're always going to remember the Iron Bowl game. So it was a good win, and we were super excited. Talk a little bit about your defensive coordinator, Pete Golden, because it feels like he doesn't get you know the, the respect and, and love that he should for being such a great defensive mind. What do you like most about, most about Coach, Coach Golden? Um, Coach Pete does a really good job of scheming up everything and helping him make sure that you know the best players are in the best spot and um, you know, helping them make plays and stuff like that, but making sure that all the guys are lined up the right way, making sure that everybody's comfortable with um, you know, um, the plays that he's calling and making sure that uh, Rick Chai on the same, we're almost on the same page and everything like that. But he does a really good job um, and yeah, he's good. Some big decisions to be made here for both you, uh, Bryce, and a couple other guys, but just looking ahead for a guy like Bryce, what do you expect from him at the next level? What's an NFL team going to get out of Bryce Young? They're going to get a big competitor, smart guy, high IQ, um, good knowledge for the game, great leader, great teammate, great brother, very coachable player. Um, I'm super excited to call him a teammate, a brother. Um, he's been excellent at Alabama. I can't wait to see him in the next level, but he's going to do great things on the next level. He's a humble guy. I love him to death, and I can't wait to see him work. All right, well, Will Anderson's not playing football. What are you doing? I'm going to the lake, relaxing, fishing, or just enjoying the water. You're not a TV guy, Netflix, that kind of thing? Uh, a little bit. Um, I watch a little. I like Game of Thrones and House of Dragons. Those two are my like, favorite shows, but I finished both of them already, so <laughs> I don't know what else to watch. So if anybody got some recommendations, let me know. Would you have been, if you lived back then, would you be riding dragons around? Oh, most definitely. <laughs> I have the biggest dragon out. <laughs> well, thanks for the time, man. Thank you for having me. Appreciate All right. it. All right, that's Will Anderson. Thanks again to uh, Will Anderson uh, for joining us for a few minutes. And again, congrats to him on winning the uh, Rotary Lombardi Award, among all the other awards that he's going to be racking up here. Uh, coming up next, our conversation with Georgia tight end Brock Bowers. He's still got a lot on the line. A true sophomore, having a fantastic season, and uh, still a lot to play for. Got a chance to go back-to-back winning national championships. So our conversation with Brock Bowers in just a second. But first, I want to remind you about our friends over at Bet Online. This episode is presented by BetOnline.net. They are the number one place you need to go when it comes to uh, checking out all the betting information you need before you get into it. It is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. You can get all the latest trends 
odds for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball, soccer. They got it all for you at betonline.net. If you love sports uh, podcasts, articles, they got them all up there. They're the fastest and easiest way for you to get your betting fix. Head on over to their website today. You can do so on your mobile device to learn more about them. Again, it is BetOnline. It is where the game starts. They got all the bowl action coming for you, all the betting lines for that as well. So, uh, look. Some of these early bowl games are not very interesting. Make them interesting by getting in all the action over at uh, Bet Online. Again, all the SEC bowl games as well. We'll get into some of those betting lines here very soon. Very soon, but uh, head on over to BetOnline.net. They've got all the information you need. Continue on here, locked on SEC and uh, being at the Rotary Lombardi Awards uh, last night, we were able to catch up with not only Will Anderson Jr., but also uh, Georgia tight end Brock Bowers. Now, warning, Brock was eating when we caught up with him. He had just gotten in town, so uh, enjoy our conversation with Brock Bowers as he was eating some uh, Tex-Mex food. Pleasure now to be joined by Brock Bowers here at the Lombardi Awards, and uh, we're here in Houston, Texas, and you're getting a little taste of a little Houston Tex-Mex. How is it? Oh, it's good. Real good. Real good. <laughs> talk, talk a little bit about this award, Lombardi. It's you know synonymous for having you know defensive linemen, offensive linemen, but really they expanded it to people who are dynamic blockers and I've watched your game these last couple of years. You're only a true sophomore, but it seems like you've really improved your blocking technique and looks like something you've probably prided yourself on, right? Yeah, I mean, just trying to work on it. I mean, anything you can improve upon. And, uh, I mean, that was a kind of focus for me on the offseason, too. So, yeah, it was good to get good to get better every year at something. So We know, we know how great of a catch your ball catcher you are down there you're so physical seem to catch everything but is it some of those guys you take you know even like go back to Heinz Ward and those guys they take more pride just as much pride in throwing a good block as they do making a great catch right yeah I mean it all feels good just uh springing like a play or something for my for my teammates or just running the ball too I mean I'm good with whatever go back to uh, Saturday you guys uh, obviously uh, facing a, a scrappy LSU team and mm-hmm. obviously they never let up you know, they could have threw in the towel they kept fighting you guys but on offense, things just seemed to click in that second quarter, and just seemed like you guys were, were on fire. Yeah, I mean it helps when you can you can run the ball, and uh, we're throwing the ball good. I mean we have a bunch of playmakers, so it it all helps to have eleven dudes out there that or eleven dudes out there that are all fully capable, and all of our skill players making plays. So it's good to see. We just saw Stetson uh, Heisman finalist, and you know it's it's so great to see him. I mean his completion percentage has improved this year, his yardage has improved, but. Tell us a little bit about Stetson, the guy, because I, I still it still feels like as, as as accomplished as he is, he's still disrespected. Yeah, I mean, I, f- I mean, he has a stat, he has all the wins and stats to back it up. I mean, uh, he's been doing great this year and just um, helping us like a motivator on the team and just getting the job done. So, what what have you seen out of him though? That's really, I mean, it just looks like, especially on Saturday, just full control of that offense. Yeah, I mean, just studying the game and making the right reads and. Like kind of knowing what the defense can do before they do it, and just playing off that. It's so crazy to repeat uh, undefeated season in the through the SEC, and you guys did it. I mean, you lost all these pieces, but what was Coach Smart's you know focus and message to to get you guys to reset with all you lost to the draft to be able to reset and do this again? Yeah, I mean, we're we have good players, like just good recruits and everything, and uh, I mean, <clears throat> just coaches like ability to develop everyone on the off season and. I mean, every single day during uh, during practice, I mean, we're going one, ones, twos, threes, all getting reps. So, I mean, that always helps. Is to, I mean, because 
<clears throat> at the end of the day, it's all about reps and like how many how many live like kind of play reps you get. Looks like Coach Munkin, this offense has really taken it to another level since since he's gotten in there. And what have you seen out of him just as a play caller and how has the offense changed these last couple of years? Yeah, I mean, I've, I feel like every single play builds up to another play. And I, I feel like that's like where uh, we're kind of different than most is like we have stuff to go off. Like like just different formations that we do. We'll have a couple of plays for each formation. And I mean, it helps to throw out the defense and I mean, just throw a few wrinkles in there to help us out. You talk about being different than most. So many teams have that one bell cow running back, but you guys have three different guys. It's a three-headed attack, but it's a true three-headed attack that just keep bringing in McIntosh, Edwards. I mean, it's it's fresh legs. How much do those guys kind of like that and, and thrive off of each other because it is a three-headed attack? Yeah, I mean, it always helps to have those uh, horses in the stable just ready to roll, and they're all just amazing, like you said. And uh, <clears throat> all kind of bring something different to the table, I guess all the pieces you guys lost this offseason on defense. What did you see out of this group coming into the season, knowing Jalen Carter was going to be back? But, I mean, even some of these freshmen, Malachi Starks has really turned some heads. What did you see out of this defense coming into the year? I mean, we always knew they were going to be good just practicing against them every day in the offseason. And, uh, I mean, it's like <clears throat> it's like last year's defense. Just It's just Georgia defense. Did I hear you, you, you in an interview? You were saying you didn't even get to celebrate last year because they, they were they, you know, the, the NCA drug testing and all this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. they, but they didn't even get to, to celebrate with your teammates, right? Yeah, I mean that was during the national championship. It was like, it, I mean they randomly choose a couple dudes, and I was unlucky and had to go do that. So that, it was not fun. Yeah, well, don't don't do that again. Don't take away the joy from from these guys. What, what was it like though to celebrate? Because it, it's so funny, you know, when you look back to what Kirby's done there. Fifth trip to to Atlanta, but only the second time to win the SEC championship. And as many people were saying, oh, Georgia's in no matter what. I know you guys wanted to host hoist that trophy and solidify yourselves as the SEC champs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was just like doing something different than last year's team. So last year's team wasn't able to <clears throat> able to win the SEC championship. So that was just one way to separate ourselves. Just and just keep on chopping just game by game. All right, can you tell me a little bit about Brock Bowers. That, not the football player, but when you're not playing football, what are you doing? Um, I mean, I like to hunt. I like to fish and then golfing a little bit in the offseason. Kind of got a, got a hold of golfing last year, so. What's what's the, the biggest, uh, mostly deer you hunt or what? Uh, I mean, I like to hunt ducks, but uh, most of the time deer because, I mean, it's, it's the easiest thing to go out and do in Georgia. I mean, you get the ducks in the air, right? Like, you got to be a pretty good target. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> last thing for you, what's the uh, the last thing you've watched? Uh, movie, Netflix, what's the last thing you watched? Last thing I watched. Oh, uh, Yellowstone. Are Yellowstone. you a Yellowstone fan? I mean, I, I, I've, I've been trying to get more and more into it, but yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Pretty good? Mm-hmm. Well, Just like the uh, Tex-Mex here, right? Oh, yeah. It was good. Good. <laughs> Brock Bowers, thanks so much for the time, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. And again, uh, Brock Bowers, appreciate him uh, joining us for a few minutes between bites. He was getting his dinner in uh, uh, as we chatted with him, so we appreciate him for joining us. That is going to do it for this edition of Locked on SEC. Again, our thanks to uh, Will Anderson Jr. and Brock Bowers for joining us, and thanks to the Rotary Lombardi Awards for having us out. Thank you guys for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Now go make your second listen. Check out the Locked on Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Chris Gordy. It's been Locked on SEC. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.